<laughs> the squirrel cannot wave <laughs> back to you. A squirrel. It posited a question. Everybody's got a mom. Validate my feelings. Sheltered. You guys being young millennials. Okay, boomer. Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast. So what's been your most awkward working from home uh, and having a bunch of video calls kind of deal since we've all been quarantined? The most awkward? Yeah. Like what's the most awkward aspect? No, just like, okay, so I'll tell mine. Mama, I've thought about this a lot since it happened. When we were in a meeting a couple of days ago and had shorts on, and Deanna, you're like, Jerry, do you have pants on? And I was just thinking, like, <laughs> no, I have shorts on. And, like, I didn't even think anything different. And so I just casually was like, no, I don't have pants on. And then the look on y'all's face was priceless. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, we were in a meeting with Justin, who also had shorts on. I'm like, why are they worried that I don't have pants on and I have shorts on? And then Brett had to explain to me that all I said is I didn't have pants on. So that's been my most awkward moment. I think well, – I'm trying to think. I don't know what my most – I feel like something awkward is that people can just see, that, like, how little I put into my appearance when I'm at home doing nothing. Not that I put a ton of effort into it when I'm in the office, but, like, at least nobody ha- has asked about my pants because I've been wearing, like – leggings and sweatpants and lounge pants and, and again that's, that's that's expected though and see that's what i was thinking like i didn't know why y'all made such a big deal that i had shorts on but then i realized i didn't state that i had shorts on. i've worn also, these pants every single day oh god do you wash them no like oh, i wear disgusting i wear shorts on under them so i got like triple layer underwear then shorts it's a basketball thing <laughs> um that is a basketball thing i, I oh, used gosh. to do that a lot I just, I don't really feel like I've ever seen Jared wear shorts. I mean, like, I guess you do in the summer around J-Fest, J-Fest you know, yeah. but like, it's For so weird to think about in the office, like nobody wears shorts. Yeah. I'm going to guess that Z- uh, Brett is streaming Zach Winters shot in the dark here. No. What? Uh, hold on. Deanna, what are you streaming? <laughs> Brett's not paying attention. Um, streaming on TV, The Office. We got Netflix back. Which oh, really? We got Netflix because one, we're at home. We you know have more time to watch TV. And you want to watch the Tiger Guy? We wanted to watch I Tiger King, which I is. Knew it. I mean, like we love a good trash TV show. Let's be real. We watched Ninety Day Fiance on TLC. It's trash. But TLC Tiger is King, trash. It really is. It really is. But Tiger King is like, it's literally like a TLC, TLC show on meth. I'm not like, you just, there's nothing like it. And you can't write it. Like, it's not, I don't, how do you even describe it? You don't. Just watch it. If you have Netflix, I encourage you to watch it without your children. Don't Brett, have you watched watch it? it. No, I haven't even seen a trailer. I haven't either. It just doesn't sound good to me at all. It is yeah. ridiculous. If you if you are looking for something totally out of the norm, Tiger King is worth a watch. We watched it in two days. That's how crazy it was. Like, there's eight episodes. I mean, what else, what else do we have to do right now, right? I mean, we're doing a lot of, like, home projects, but when we're not doing that, we're watching a lot of TV. <laughs> but music-wise, 
Um, I'm streaming lots more <clears throat> like modern hymns and really good deep cuts of how do you describe it? it's not worship music but like it's music hipster to help to help you worship i know and i make it makes me do it, uh, it does make yeah. me sound like i'm trying to be a hipster but i don't i don't like mainstream christian radio music sorry everyone I, says the person who works at a mainstream Christian radio station. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but people like Christy Knuckles, John Foreman, Madison Cunningham, you know, songs that help you focus in more than maybe a worship anthem might for some people. So listen to that. And then also, because I've been home, I've been trying to like take breaks at the end of every hour and do like a dancing break around my living room. So I'm listening to like electronic house music, <laughs> like a dweeb. So. You mean for exercise purposes this, though, right? Yeah. This needs yeah. to make its way to uh, social media somehow. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> and I, I've always been afraid that like maybe somehow my, like my computer will accidentally record me or I'll still be on a Zoom, Zoom meeting Zoom. <laughs> or something. But yeah, that's been helpful to like just, have many dance parties to get up and get moving because I have a step counter and I want to get my steps in. So that helps. That music helps. Did me. you ever play uh, Dance Dance Revolution? I, okay, you guys, I had the Christian version of Dance Dance Revolution. There was a Christian version there of There was, and it was called Dance Praise, and it had its own dancing mats, it. and yeah. it had DVDs, and I used to play it on my computer. And it was all music that I knew was going to be good. So that's why my parents got it for me. And that's how much of a Christian kid I was growing up. Oh, goodness. I had the Christian version of Guitar Hero. I bet oh. both y'all did. What is did that Did they called? have that on sale at Berean Academy? <laughs> it's called, uh, what was that? No, they didn't have Guitar Praise. Like guitar, guitar Praise. Guitar Praise, I think that yeah. was it. It was only from the singer Lifeway. <laughs> yep, that's where we got it, actually, Lifeway. Uh-huh. Back in the good old Lifeway days. So, so funny enough, um, back my freshman year of college, uh, we had uh, a group of us. It was uh, me, Mike, uh, Jason, uh, Amy, Claire, and one other girl. I can't remember her name. Um, every week, Thursday, we would go to this place uh, in St. Elmo. It was a coffee shop video game place on the second floor right above where is it 1885 is now is it pasha was it pasha coffee no it, it wasn't a coffee shop name it was like i want to call it something like uh what was the name of it probably have the same like name star as that girl something. you can't remember her star name. something um <laughs> but uh they had a ddr machine and we went and we spent probably 10 bucks each on playing dance dance revolution to the point where like on the actual arcade cabinet to where I was really good at dance, dance revolution. Um, and there you go. That's my embarrassing story of the day. That's awesome. They had the regular dance, dance revolution at the youth group that I went to, which was ironic <laughs> to me. So you could do it at church, but you yeah. couldn't do it at home. Yeah. Exactly. I had the Christian version at home, but I had the secular version at church. Yeah. Hmm. Those youth pastors. Yeah. So, so this week I uh, streamed the new Cody Carnes album, mm -hmm. which has been out for a couple weeks now. Uh, but there's some really good stuff on there. I know y'all aren't too crazy about worship music, but nope. I enjoyed streaming that. Um, and then, funny enough, um, kind of in line with what we just talked about, 
we went over to uh, Caitlin's parents' house and all of her siblings were home and everything. And we pulled out rock band and um, I, I played the drums and some other people took turns on guitar and singing and stuff. And we played the Beatles rock band. Nice. That was, that was, yep. I don't know if that's considered streaming, I guess maybe. Close enough. But anyway, that was fun. So yeah. What did you play? What was your favorite song that you did? Um, okay, I actually did. Uh, they played the Beatles version. They also had a country version. Oh. Um, and I can't remember what songs we played. Um, hold on, I hate country music, by the way. Yeah. Um, but what's the name of that one song that I, I can't the remember? Wagon. It wasn't. No, this is way before that. Um. I don't think there was. A, I don't think there was a, an actual country. It was like a small expansion, like had like somewhere between twenty and thirty songs only, um, and like you could basically add that to your full rock band set, or you could just buy that separately. And it wasn't you know the full game; it just had country stuff. But again, it was only like twenty to thirty songs, right? I don't think so. This was like a full game; it had its own disc and everything. But probably only twenty to thirty country songs, whereas uh, the full fledged rock band one, two, three, four, Beatles rock band and Lego rock band. Dude, again, you're talking to a rock band expert here. Lego, uh, okay. yeah, um, like what? Uh, those were the full games: the one, two, three, four, and uh, Lego and Beatles. And oh my gosh, I just I just remember what song we played. How could I forget this? As a tribute to Kenny Rogers, we played the Gambler. That was my favorite yes. song. Ooh. Yeah. And so you could buy that expansion pack and it would play by itself. Um, or you could also quote unquote rip those songs from that and add them to your normal rock band catalog. Mm. So, yeah. Let's see. What about you, Brett? What have you been streaming? So music wise artifacts, Pareo, mm. um, they're kind of a, a metal, uh, progressive metal band. Um, and then, uh, been listening to, I've been going back through a lot of Reliant K. Uh, so forget and not slow down has nice. been on uh, um, repeat. Uh, and then uh, what did I listen? Oh, Guster. Um, they have an album called keep it together, which is probably one of my all time favorite albums. So Guster's keep it together. I was listening to that um, TV show. wise or like video wise? Um, I bought all six movies of mission impossible. Um, so we watched one and two and we'll probably watch three tonight. Um, with your kids no okay. um they've been watching uh i don't know if you guys knew this but uh, a lot of pbs shows are now free across a lot of platforms mm-hmm. um so they've been watching pbs shows uh, uh on uh amazon prime and then also the kung fu panda tv show on amazon prime so yeah that's what uh we've been checking out the mission Impossible stuff by the way uh tom cruise was a baby in the very first one like it was 1996. I was um, a baby. That was the year I was born. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tom Cruise's first Mission Impossible movie came out then, and he looks like super young. I had uh, to watch those one time, up. and I fell asleep. Well, the first one's good. The second one was really bad. I've heard the third one is very okay. Um, but the fourth one actually got like uh, like a 97 on Metacritic, hmm. um, which is like the same as like, you know, Toy Story and, you know, Wizard of Oz and like, you know, classics. Like apparently Ghost Protocol um, is really, really good. So I haven't seen it before. I haven't seen, 
I've only seen one in three. So hmm. well, this is going to lead perfectly into our next topic in just a second. Good. I look forward to it then. If you're getting ready for Easter and being stuck at home for a little bit longer, then make sure you check out a new playlist I had a chance to create on jradio.com. It's called Glorious Day. It's got all of your favorite Easter worship music and more. It's all right there at jradio.com. Okay, so there's a Facebook trend floating around, if you guys haven't seen it. <laughs> Which Brett hadn't, by the way. Which Brett hasn't, by the way. I do not see this. He doesn't, you don't get on Facebook very much. I get on Facebook to check our work stuff and okay, to ignore fair. my sister-in-law. Ooh. <laughs> I your brother like, listen to our podcast? He listen, my brother listens to this podcast all the time, and he'd probably be the second to admit that she posts a lot <laughs> on Facebook. So, like, don't get me wrong, I love her to death, but I'm like... Is it okay to unfollow your sister-in-law on Facebook, or is that bad? So maybe I don't think it's wrong. Yeah. Well, uh, on that note, what is that trend that uh, we seem to be talking about? Since (laughs) listen, Facebook, don't feel bad, Brett. Facebook is a veritable dumpster fire all the time, especially right now. Especially right now, because one, people are bored and they don't know what to do with their time. So. The, plus there's like a lot of just like misinformation floating around. So it is a dumpster fire. It's fine that you're not staying with it. It's just not a fun place to be. Um, but there's a trend right now where people post this list of 10 things that they think are overrated that everyone else seems to love. So I've seen lists that include Cracker Barrel. Everybody seems to love Cracker Barrel. This guy was like, I don't get it. You know, with all the negativity go- going around, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we're really focusing on things that we uh, despise and are overrated yeah. and we hate. Again, veritable dumpster fire. It Thanks, really man. is a trash heap of disgustingness. Is it my job? Yes. Um, <laughs> do I still get on there incessantly? Yes. Um, so today we're going to be talking about, let's list a few things. We're going to jump in, list a few things that we think are a little bit overrated that everyone else seems to love and we just don't get it. We're not going to do all 10, right? Not going to do 10. No, let's Okay, do good, because I didn't come up with my list. Just, just nine and a half. All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll start with one since I mentioned on the last segment that I had one that kind of related. Um, Star Wars. Totally overrated. Wow. Now, somebody, somebody that I know put that on their list, and her kids are the most obsessed with Star Wars I've ever seen. So she was like, I think it's, I think it's super overrated, even though my children are like super into it. I think it's but, super rated. Like it's, I'm, I'm mediocre with it. Like, and I'm, I'm understanding that there are people who hate it and people who are passionate about it. I think, I think people can definitely take it too far. I don't feel like it's overrated personally, but I feel like there are people who think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. See, and, and you guys are going to be like, oh, well, you can't say that once I tell you this, but I haven't seen any Star Wars. But I just think the way everybody acts about it, like, it makes me not want to see it because I'm like, you're only set up to be let down. You sound like Jay Wade. Yeah. Well, that's my personal <laughs> Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Are we going to go all three or are we going to? I was, was going to do all three. Okay, cool. I'll keep going then. All right. So another thing, um, actually, my other two are food, which I didn't even realize. But um, you're hungry when you wrote this. So, uh, yeah, maybe so. Um, one of mine is, I hope you guys aren't one of these because I'm about to call you overrated. But there are people that do desserts after every meal. 
And you can make fun of me if you want. I do that after okay. every meal. Okay. So like, I like having a good dessert every once in a while, or like I haven't like having ice cream in the freezer to eat sometimes. But people that have daily desserts, and to the point that like I've been around people that are like, well, what's you know, we can't have a meal. We haven't had dessert yet. And I just don't feel like daily desserts are part of a regular meal. I'll I'll say that we have a lot of the uh, we have a lot of desserts now, uh, even just like small ones, because we use them as uh, um, uh, treats and incentives to get our kids to eat their their full meals. That's so, always my incentive, even at twenty five years. And like, if I finish adult. this, I feel better about eating a cookie later. So I don't feel like right. I have to have it, but I always enjoy. It. I like I eat sugar all day. My coffee is full of sugar. My well, okay, and and I'll even I'll expand on a little bit. It's not just the desserts, but like I know people who can't have a meal if you don't have a salad beforehand too. I don't and get I, that. I'm, I'm like, it's just there's just things that can just be meals by themselves. All right, my third one. I had to fit this back in since you guys bashed on me last week. Bacon. Bacon, bacon is, is overrated. Not, bacon is under, not overrated. <laughs> Bacon's okay. I don't know what to do with you right now, dude. Like, <laughs> it's just, do I mute you or kick you out or I'm not fired? So you can't like, get rid of me. This is just, you know. So with I'm that being said, we don't we don't have to re-argue this again. I just would like to point out again, I think bacon's overrated. There's it's just not special to me. So well, somebody else can do list of three. You don't even have to comment back. No, we have to. That's the whole point of sharing it with the other people, <laughs> is because we get to revoke your American card, your southern card, whatever. <laughs> Brett, you're sharing. Oh, well, um, my number one might not be a surprise to you guys, but uh, worship music. music. I knew yeah. it. I didn't even put yeah. that down because I was like, everyone knows uh, how we feel about that. Well, I, I just I love to reiterate it as much as possible. You know, um, I mean, G, C, D, and the occasional E minor. That's uh, the four boring. chords. That's the four chords you hey, need to play. You do a, sometimes you do a C, F. G no, and the occasional A minor. Yeah, no, not really. Um, it's all the same progression, but yeah, <laughs> just but those key. are the those are the four chords that every single worship song is based around. Um, and plus, One, four, you know, five, like six. I, I understand, you know, congregational music needs to be sang by everybody and easily accessible to a range of singers. Um, but that's what simplifies it, and that's what quote unquote makes it difficult for me to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, is because it's meant to be sung congregationally. Right. Um, and you limit yourself on melodies, you limit yourself on musicality. And yeah, so. Well, it's funny anyway. to me because if you look back through a hymnal, which is built for congregational worship, songs 100 years ago were not as simple no. or as, you know, theologically watered down. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you've. <laughs> good grief you flip through a hymnal and it's like i couldn't play that on a piano if i sat down right now you know right. and, and these words like sometimes trans transfixed i mean like goodness gracious you kind of have to break those things down and now it's just kind of like he's a good father yeah well, it, who you are yeah who you are the same three notes the same three notes i always look over at three words yes i always yeah. look over at Jared and say i really, you can tell they really spent a lot of time writing this song can't you yeah. Which is a complete okay. sarcastic joke. So I'll just make a quick reference to this shameless plug. That's one reason I liked Cody Carr's worship album because I did not feel like he did that with words. I felt like the words were priority for that. And so I completely understand just, just like coming out, uh, you know, talking about good, good father. I agree. Actually not a huge 
fan of Good Good Father. Um, well, I won't start naming songs, but I agree in some sense. But I will say your argument about the four chords, every other song you listen to only has four chords in it for the most part anyway. So I agree musically that it's boring, um, but it's what everybody's doing right now. So that's not a fair argument against just worship music. It'd be a fair argument against pop music. Yes. And uh, and again, pop music to me is a, is more of a um, like a dessert. You know, uh, it's not really what I want to eat most of the time, but I like listening to it, and it's fun while I'm listening to it. Um, worship music uh, takes the fun out of it. You know, so it's just I don't know. There's a podcast topic for another time. That's yeah. a that's. Very interesting comparison. I'll give yeah, you that is. much. So, anyway, what's your, what's your so, next? That's that's by far my number one. Um, number two, I'm going to skip because I'm trying to figure out if I want to change it, um, just because of the podcast. Um, but uh, number three uh, would be smartphones, um, and I know that's I know I uh, like you know actually the. The more I think about you saying that, that makes sense. Now, like, I, I will say this. You weren't around for this, Deanna, but Brett was like the one guy that held onto a smartphone. I mean, a dumb phone, a flip phone for longer than like anybody I know. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I feel like, uh, again, I'm holding my phone up so you guys can see it, but no one else can. Uh, so that was dumb. Um, but uh, just, I find that like, it's a, it's a time suck. Mm-hmm. a time waster um, more than it's helpful in anything. Like the majority of times what I use my phone for uh, that I couldn't get elsewhere is calling and texting. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I, I still have, I don't use it anymore because of my phone, but I still have a, an MP3 player I could use my music for, you know, um, I still have a video game console that I could play video games for. I still have, you know, I could get a GPS. I could, you know, um, go old school with a Rand McNally. Um, you know, you know what that is, Jerry? Thing. No idea. Okay, um, but to me, smartphones are overrated, uh, and uh, I think if we all lost them, it wouldn't be detrimental in the long run. I, Critical I thinking would say, I agree. Yeah, I, I personally like times when you show up somewhere and like don't have phone service or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually kind of helpful that you know for certain times at least. So, well, that's what makes. And, uh, a, go ahead. I was just gonna say that's what makes a cruise vacation so appealing because you can't use your phone out yeah, in I the like, ocean. I like going out of the country and not paying the international phone fee because of that. Yeah. Um, me and my wife, Becca, um, you know, we try to make it a habit. Like if we go somewhere, like whether it's a waiting room or a restaurant, um, particularly restaurants, a lot easier to not get your phone out and put it on the table for us. Cause we've, we've made a habit of doing that. My biggest thing is like, if I go to like a waiting room in a doctor's office and I'm sitting there by myself, I have to be intentional about avoiding just reaching into my f- pocket and pulling out my phone, like every single other person in the waiting room mm-hmm. and try to either you know, make up backstories for the people in the room with me <laughs> or uh, just think about things uh, or be 
intentionally alone with my thoughts. Um, you know, that's something Which that a lot of people, sometimes. I think it's good a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. I think we all need that a few times a day. Um, but it's a lot harder when you're pulling out your smartphone all the time to, to check Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or play a little meaningless game, which I have done before and still do, unfortunately. So, so yeah. So are you going to keep, are you going to keep number two or are you changing it? I'm going to keep it to myself, but no, there is a number two and, uh, we can talk about it afterward. Okay. So So you're just, you're only going to share two. Just, yeah, just two. So. All right, D. Okay, so I have two good ones and, like, one not-so-good one, but I'll share all three. Mm. Um, Thanks for following the exercise the way you were supposed to. (laughs) Um, My my third one that's overrated are podcast hosts. Ooh. Hold on, let me mute his mic. Continue, Uh (laughs) Um, I would say that uh, you can take my Southern card for this. I don't care. Everyone who knows me should know this. I think sweet tea is overrated. I don't care anything about it. Yes, agree. I don't like tea. I don't get the hype. It tastes weird. I don't I don't like soda either. So soda's overrated. Sweet tea's overrated. I like fruit I love sweet tea. tea. I, I had like some lemonade. earlier. I'd rather have water. Typically when I order, <laughs> my husband's giving me a thumbs Thank down. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> yeah. Um Typically when I order like a fast food restaurant, I'm just going to get water because I'd just rather have it. See, I thought you were going another, I thought you were going another Southern direction, like grits. Like I think grits are overrated. Grits are good with shrimp. I don't like grits. Oh, Brett shared three. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. There we go. Grits. But sweet tea, that, that, that does seem, I mean, yeah. I I like tea. Actually, again, you can think my Southern card, but I don't, I like unsweet tea better. Thank you. I just don't care about tea. Unless it's hot tea. Like hot tea I'm fine with, but I'm not here. The only like, people who drink unsweet tea are diabetics. <laughs> and me. Oh. <laughs> so was so soda one of yours or did you just throw that one in there? No, I threw that one in oh. there. Yeah, I don't care for soda either. I don't get the hype. And people, like my husband loves it. And I always look at him and I'm like, why? What's, what tastes good about that? If it doesn't taste good, why would you drink it? it the texture's weird. Anyway, I have a lot of opinions <laughs> about drinks. <laughs> My second one is medical drama TV shows. Why are there so many? They're all Amen. about the same thing. And, yeah. and why would I want to watch fake surgeries and nurses kiss in closets? Like, I don't know. No, thank you. <laughs> that was a great description of every single medical drama ever. Yeah. yeah. I wish you guys could see my face right now because it's twisted up into a giant question mark. Just mm-hmm. why? Why? Jared, to you me, watch I, these shows. Can you explain why? I don't watch the medical ones. What I do you watch? watch? I, I watch crime dramas. Not here for dramas at all. Let's just be real. Yeah. Other than Scrubs, I don't think there's a place for any medical show. That's a comedy, ever. so it's funny. Yeah. I just, I don't get it. I don't get the high people. Are like, Good oh my call. gosh, Grey's Anatomy. And I just don't. Okay. Good call, Deanna. Not here for That's that. my fourth. I'm claiming her fourth. Okay. Fourth. <laughs> we can all agree. Yeah. Okay, my third one is, and I, you guys are probably going to agree with me for a lot of reasons, and that's TikTok. I don't, I don't know why TikTok is a thing. And I, most people our age don't really care about TikTok unless you're a brand manager who's trying to break into the younger scene to market your products or whatever. I don't get the hype. 
I posted something on Instagram yesterday that was like, no matter how bad it gets in the world, I will never start learning TikTok dances just because I'm bored. It'll TikTok will be gone as soon as Instagram decides they want to take that feature and use it. I mean, they already kind of do it. I mean, when Vine went away, Instagram kind of took the place of it because they did stories. Yeah. And then now this is kind of like a new Vine of sorts. I don't get it. I don't understand the appeal. Every time I've gotten on there, it makes me sick. Like, everybody's See, waiting. I haven't even gotten on there. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. If you, if you need to throw up and you need something to help you gag, just get on TikTok and you'll be, you'll be fine. Overrated. It is overrated. Yeah, good call. So those are my three. Facebook is also overrated. Let's be real. We talked about that in the first <laughs> Social bit. media maybe in general? Yes, yeah, social media is overrated. Social media posting. I wrote that down. I wrote down social media posting, and then I marked it out because we kind of talked about that already. So. Yeah, we have talked about that. But, like, we, there's a I, lot more. I have a lot more opinions on this, too. Like, people who, who are, like, brand, are influencers and, like, get sponsored brand yeah. posts and stuff, no. no. So maybe we should have just done 10 each. I was going to say, we could have made a list of 10. <laughs> Legitimately. The Work Tech Fun official top 10. <laughs> Did you know that there are things going on that causes people to be stressed out, anxious, and worried these days? Yeah, me either. Well, we can all use a little hope. So check out one of our other podcasts from Brett and Jared called Hope Talk. Find it wherever you're listening to this one. I think you guys are pretty talented. Aww. Yeah, I know. I'm just really trying to set up the bit, so that's really why I said that. What are my talents, Jared? Huh? Your talents Build are. Me up. Um, your talents are picking hiding husbands. under desks. Picking husbands, as if I've picked, picked more than one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're good at picking husbands, hiding under desks. Oh my gosh! Um, that is one nice thing about about this quarantine thing that I don't. <laughs> I don't have to worry about having to hide under my desk. All right, now I'm going to identify some of Brett's talents. Being late to a meeting, even when all he has to do is walk to the couch and turn on his computer. Not responding all, to emails. I don't have to go to the couch. It's the kitchen table. That's hard, Brent. It's closer than the couch. Actually, no, it's further <laughs> not away. Not in my room. Yeah. Um, not responding to emails, saving stuff in his drafts, and waiting until the last second to do everything. Yes. So. Hey, and also mitigating the drama when we don't want to or know how to. Oh, that's fair. That's actually a talent, though. Yeah. Um. So I'm now a, that I built you guys up, I'm a drama absorber. Podcast. Yeah, you are a drama sham. Wow. You know, like I I do that <laughs> at home too. That's yeah. Awesome. Well, anyway, what I was really trying to do besides talking about dram wow. Dram wow. Oh, I get it. Dram wow. <laughs> that's good. What anyway, what I was trying to do is I was trying to set up this bit, which is talking about the talents that we don't have, but we wish we had. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, what are those things that other people are good at that we're like, dang, I wish I was good at that. Or it's not like a superhero thing, right? This is like. Like a know? real talent. Yeah, like a real talent. Or so skill. who wants to start? Now, a talent or a personality trait? Talent. Or okay. skill. 
I would say or skill. skill sure, or sure. Skill. Okay. Damn. Deanna, go for it. Me? Yeah, go okay. for it. Okay, so I have like two-ish. You One. can't have two. <laughs> Overachiever. Two-ish. I wish I could draw. And it's funny because I drew all the little dumb things on our cover image, but I really can't draw. I think it was pretty good. But I can't draw people. You guys know that I can't draw people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, we've seen your people carrying guns. Yeah. And I can't draw anything that actually looks pretty, so I can't do anything artsy except for letters, which is great, which I love. But also, like, I can't paint flowers. I can't – I've always <laughs> tried to paint – I tried to draw a horse when I was a kid. That was a horrible fail. Can't draw. I could uh, second you on that. I wish I could draw. Yeah. I wish, I could I wish we had draw. somebody on staff that could draw stuff to where we could make like some cool posters. Like, yeah. have you guys seen that jelly rocks one that we have yeah. in the hall, you know, with yeah. the unicorn and like something like that would be awesome. It's funny because my mom is an artist and like, she is amazing. My mom is too. But like, I did not have her drawing talent. Yeah. <laughs> my mom's Listen, not. I but I do think I do think the cover image for the podcast is pretty cool. So I'll give you that. Yeah, I well, I, I can agree. draw like tiny little cartoony things, so it worked. But I had to try real hard. So, anyway, so is that still your one, or is there that's one? Okay. But I, I and uh, I'm sitting across from my husband, who I'm sure is going to look at me with surprise and disgust and um, lots of emotions. I, <laughs> I wish I could cook. Uh, I wish I had the talent of cooking and I'm sure he would look at me and say, I've tried to teach you a thousand times and I could teach you if you wanted to learn. Um, but you just want it to come easy. I just don't want to do it. I, just I do wish, think I wish it would come easy. Is that what you said, Brett? <laughs> that, that yeah. Is what I said. It doesn't come easy to me. And I, I actually, I tried to make, Oh, one time I tried to put rice in the pressure cooker and Cody gave me instructions, and instead of putting it in there for three minutes, I put it in there for three hours. Oh, my gosh. No. Like, it just really doesn't come easy to me because I really just don't know what I'm doing. You can't ask, follow directions. That's why. No. Well, I can, uh, but I have to ask a million questions. So I have to, like, if you tell me, okay, turn the rice cooker on, then I have to ask, okay, then what button do I push? What's, okay, what's a rice cooker? Okay, then, yeah. What's a rice cooker? <laughs> okay, then, like. What am I looking for? I put it in the I put it in the slow cooker, but it's blending. I don't get this. <laughs> really though, like it just that's something that doesn't come easy to me. That I I'm so thankful that Cody can cook because I would I can literally only make grilled chicken on a George Foreman grill and cereal and some mac and cheese if I try really hard. Okay, so that's that's what I Did, I wish it George came Foreman, easy to me. George Foreman is such an amazing concept and grill though. Yeah. So. Okay. Agreed. We don't Thank have you, one George. anymore. <laughs> we don't need one. So. Why don't you have one or need one? Because of Cody? Yeah. He just oh. does it the restaurant way because he's good Fair at enough. It. Well, yeah. Fancy pants. For real though. Fancy it's awesome. Mr. Mr. Star Wars fancy pants. <laughs> what so. about you guys? I'm the next. I wish I had the gift of spatial visualization. So like my, my dad is a, I'll explain, explain like, I'm, explain like I'm five. Yeah. So, uh, that's about how you act. So Ooh. my dad that's is such a, a, that's a common thing on the internet. ELI five. Oh, explain it like I'm five. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, my dad is a contractor and so he will like walk into like, he'll walk up and be like, 
here's an empty land, uh, piece of land. The house is going to go here, and this room's going to be here, and this will be here, and like he just spatially gets everything. And so a lot of times he'll try to explain it, and I just, in my mind, like I can't comprehend it until I see it. And then mm-hmm. even like being inside a house, like I'll hear a noise in the room next to me, and like not my house specifically, but like I'll hear a noise in the room next to me, and I'll be like, which room is that? But in my dad's mind, like when he walks through, it just automatically all makes sense pieced together. So like he knows, okay, this wall next to me is, you know, or, you know, the room directly above this is, uh, is so-and-so room, that kind of thing. So I wish I had this like spatial where I could visualize everything, like even looking at a house plan and being able Hmm. to, you know, move that over to what it would actually look like in person. That's funny. I can't do that either. Like Cody is great at like building cool little pieces of furniture. And he's like, what do you think if it would look like this? And I, I'm always like, I don't know until you show me or you like draw it or you put it in a puzzle piece. Like I just don't, yeah, I can't visualize things like that either. I mean, even like sometimes Caitlin's like, Hey, what do you, do you like this shirt? And I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, well, how do you not know? I'm like, I don't, I can't tell until something's on. So I can't right, yeah. actually try it on or that. Becca's the same way. Really? Yeah. Hmm. What about you, Brett? So mine, uh, you, I know you said no superpowers, but I consider this a superpower. Um, and uh, at the same time, you guys have been talking about kind of fun stuff. And I guess mine's more serious, but at the same time, almost a superpower. Uh, so it's a little bit of conundrum. Uh, but, uh, the one so thing you're not that, following directions again, the one, well, it's both. It's like not following and following, um, again, conundrum, uh, and it all make more sense of why I'm calling it a superpower here in a second when I actually say it. Um, go ahead. <laughs> well, you, you keep saying things and asking questions. Go Jared. Hold on. I'll so, mute myself. <laughs> we'll wait. Go ahead. All right. There you did. Excellent. Um, so my thing would be, uh, discipline. Um, huh. and that's been the case, like, honestly, since probably middle school. Um, but just like, wow. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get how people, uh, can do that. Like huh. I'm too much of a free spirit, too much of a, you know, uh, it'll get done when it gets done that and fly by the seam of my pants. You know, I love, I love figuring out things on the fly. Uh, I love that challenge. I love, I think it's exciting. Um, to me, planning sounds like the most boring thing that you could do. I'm like, why not just do it when it's available to be done? Why do you have to plan to do it? Um, so, and that's across all aspects of my life. You guys obviously see the work, work related ones, but yeah, you can ask Becca as well. That's a, a personal thing as well. And so, you know, I don't want to work on it obviously because that would take discipline, but if it just, <laughs> yeah. if it came easy, sure. I wouldn't mind having it. Well, it's, Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's funny because I'm probably the exact opposite in the sense that like, I like to plan and I'm very disciplined. I would think, but sometimes I wish I was more free spirited. And mm-hmm. like, I, so it's funny how like there's kind of a middle ground that's hard to find, I think. And th- yeah, yeah, there needs to be a middle ground. And, and like you said, I think it's hard to find particularly, this is where I can get all corny and sappy. Uh, particularly, it's hard to find just by yourself. but within a community or within particularly our work group. Right. I feel like uh, that's where um, people are able to elevate each other's weaknesses and, you know, strengths are encouraged. So, yeah, I mean, I, that's why we work so well together. It's true. I typically get overwhelmed with like problems that spin out 
all of a sudden. And I'm always like, Brett, what am I, what am I supposed to do? Like, I didn't plan for this. You know, like I didn't plan for this crazy thing right. to happen on our Facebook page. What on earth am I supposed to do? And you're always like, okay, let's figure it out, which is helpful because I turn chaotic in that moment, but you're already you're like, like cool headed about it. You're like, no, let's not figure it out. Let's just freak out about it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's I me. Rather That's me too. Yeah. But see, then, and then there in reverse, you know, uh, you guys are like, all right, we need to get together for this meeting and figure out this, this, and this. And I'm like, we could do that. Or, you know, we could wait till the day before and just have a, a cool, you know, surge of, you know, work. But I think that's where, again, um, you know, the discipline that you guys bring and hopefully the, um, the not undisciplined, like whatever the good way of saying that. Creative problem solving on the fly. Sure. There we go. Yeah. Adaptability. Yeah. There we go. Okay. That's a good so, way to put it. That's why we work so well together. I like Yay, it. Stephanie. I love our team. Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast.